1: No one is, 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 is more locked in. from Thursday to Monday no one is more locked into the NFL than first and pod hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Philone it is time for one of our favorite shows of the year here on first and pod thank you for listening subscribing rating reviewing telling the friend as we are trying to grow this thing bigger and better into year two of first and pod. An AFC preview where we will ask the big question for each and every team. You know the drill for the podcast. Every team, every game, every week. This is the AFC edition. The NFC edition will be out in a few days. And then our pod three episodes from now will be a full week one breakdown. So, Pony, the Chiefs are obviously the favorites. They are the defending Super Bowl champions but they have a huge distraction on their hands with Chris Jones. Does the Chris Jones situation scare you off the Chiefs being a deserved favorite?
0: Uh, kind of. I would not bet them to win the Super Bowl right now, in part because I don't like taking the team with the shortest odds, but also you know, for as much as I trust Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and their offense to average 30 points per game again, and maybe even more than that actually – because you figure Kadarius Tony, offensive line, should still be really good. It was one of the best in the league last year. Pacheco goes into his second year. I, I, I trust that unit to be the strongest in the league. Um, but I think it's possible that the defense is below average. I think it's in play that the defense is actually maybe the 20th or 25th defense in the league. And part of it is because of the Chris Jones situation. Um, you know, he's threatening to take the holdout into the season. Do I think he will? No, I don't. Uh, but even if he's back, Danny, week one, you've got McDuffie, who I think will get better as a corner this year. They lost Frank Clark. Uh, their safeties are new. Sneed's at, a very good player, though. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I think their I think their offense is an A plus, and I think their defense is maybe a B minus C, C plus right now.
1: Well, listen, if you think that Chris Jones is going to be there week one, then I don't really think that there's much reason to be concerned at all. I think that the reason to be concerned is if he really wants 30 million per year off of 19 and he wants to shatter the defensive tackle market, Like if he if he means what he says, he ain't playing week one. And then, of course, they have problems. Because he's one of the ten best defensive players in football. So you take him off of that team and it's a massive issue. So I guess I'm a little confused. Like you said you're surprised or you're concerned, but then you think he's going to be there week one. What's the concern if he's going to be
0: there week one? I still don't think they have a great defense. But then it's, you're not worried about the Chris Jones situation. Because they well, been- well, but hold on a second. I when I say I think he's going to be there week one, that can be fifty-one percent to forty nine percent. I'm not 100% convinced he's going to be there week one, but if I had to pick one of the two, I would pick yes just because I don't think a guy is going to, you know, hurt himself. Big picture. He's under contract. I don't think to make a stand he's going to like, like they could fine him, they won't. But I I don't think he's going to deprive himself of millions of dollars in game checks to like hold out for that amount of money because I don't think Kansas City is going to blink on it. So- I also think
1: that there is something to like. He, obviously, Chris Jones is not as marketable as Pat Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. Like, that's the understatement of the century. So, he needs to make his money from football, even though he is plenty marketable. But I do think it's an extra tough look in the locker room, even though players are super supportive of guys getting every dollar they can. When Kelsey's not the highest paid tight end, he's, I think, third right now after the Hawkinson deal. And Mahomes is like ninth for quarterbacks. And they both openly talk about giving money back. And Pat has even name-checked Chris Jones for it. So I do think that there will be some pressure on him. Hey, man, we're a Super Bowl contender. We need you. We've all given money back here. Let's let's get this thing together. So I I expect Chris Jones to play, personally.
0: And if he does, then you think that they are far and away the best team in the NFL. You don't have doubts about their defense, like I do, even with him.
1: Well, I mean, again, like they—they don't—they've never needed to be the best defense. You know what I mean? They—they've never. All they need to do is be league. They played
0: like a top ten defense in the second half of last year, and were great in the Cincinnati game. They were great in the Cincinnati game, and Chris Jones had two sacks in that. Looked like Aaron Donald in that
1: game. Yeah, so Chris Jones was a huge part of it. So I do think that that absolutely matters uh, when you start thinking about these guys. Like I Again, I don't think the defense is great by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think that they're in a situation where if you think he's playing, there's really not that much to be concerned about because he's just, he, he's a difference maker. And I think that they know he's a difference maker. And I think he knows it too. And I expect him to play. Like if we if we both
0: would bet on him being there week 1, it's ultimately I just- wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't actually put money down on it. But I I, I would I would I would expect he would be there, but I'm like 60/40 or 55/45 that sure. he's there for week 1. But I don't think he's going to week 8 or week 9 even if he's not there week 1. I don't think he'll sit out half the season which is something that's been thrown out there. Uh part of the reason why uh, the Chiefs might be, for most people, the absolute you know, lock to come out of the loaded AFC. It's because the next team, the Bills, uh, there are some questions about, Danny, as far as what they lost in the offseason. Von Miller is going to start the season on Pup. Uh, have the Bills missed their window to win a championship, in your opinion? No.
1: I, I know we talk about them, and I know I'm higher on them than you, uh, but I think that they have a superstar quarterback who is in his prime and is going to be in his prime for a while. And the guy puts up numbers each and every year, 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns. That's the, that's what you get when you have Josh Allen period. So I think it is similar to what Joe Burrow said in Cincinnati when he said our window is open as long as I am here. So I absolutely think that there is some drama I think that there is some reasons to be concerned about Buffalo. Like, And if they don't start hitting in the draft, then they will never have a window. But that's on the organization. And they have been pretty damn competitive even without getting a lot from their rookie class, which is why they've got a top-heavy roster. But no, I do not believe that their window is closed when they've got a top three or four quarterback in the NFL squarely in his prime. I think that they are going to be a force to be reckoned with for years to come.
0: Well, I think they'll they'll have better opportunities, but I don't think it's this year. Like, I think something's got to change there. And so, when window with this team, yeah, I think they're going to have to reboot it. I think the defense, the secondary that they're counting on were guys that were great two or three years ago that are coming off of injury, who I think it's a lot to ask for them to be the same player they were in the past, talking about guys like Poyer and Hyde and White and those guys on the back end of things. Uh, I don't know what Von Miller is going to be. I think, you know, you hope that in his mid-30s he recovers from this and is back to being an elite pass rusher. I wouldn't hold my breath there. I think their offensive line stinks. I I think the right tackle is a major, major problem. They've got a rookie guard who they're keeping their fingers crossed on. I think their running game is their quarterback. And I think they've got no real number two wide receiver. The offensive coordinator. You don't think don't Gabe think. Davis
1: is going to is legit and will bounce back? No. he wasn't last year. He was he bad. A, he was not he was he was bad last year. He was bad last year, but we went eight touchdowns the year before something like that. I think they he, should
0: I think they should have brought DeAndre Hopkins in. I think they're going to regret that. I think that was a mistake. I, you can say what you will about Hopkins. He doesn't get open. He makes a lot of contested catches. Diggs was, you know, pulling a hissy fit was part of that because he didn't want competition. I have no idea. But I think they're going to regret that. Um, The guy that was supposed to be their slot receiver last year, they, they got rid of, McKenzie, and he just got cut by the Colts. So I don't think their wide receiver evaluations internally have been very good. And I think the coordinator might stink. I think Dorsey might be bad. I think that obviously Allen is able to overcome bad play calling. But I think we saw last year that there's a big difference between Dable and the guy that's there now and I think when we're talking about narrow margins in a competitive conference, that that's it's. I'm picking them to miss the playoffs. I don't have Buffalo in my playoffs this year.
1: It's become very trendy with how t- with how tough the division is. I I'm not willing to go there uh, with seemingly a lot of people. Frankly, I feel like a lot of people uh, believe that that is just the the destiny for this team. I still, you know, I I like the Jets a lot, but I'm not willing to put both the the Dolphins and the Jets. Uh, over them the team then that I assume you think is the biggest challenger to the Chiefs would be the Cincinnati Bengals they survived the uh, Joe Burrow scare do you believe that this is their year and the year the Bengals break through
0: I think this is their best shot I think this is the best chance to do it because they haven't really lost substantial pieces or parts yet because of a Joe Burrow contract or something like that. Bates left for Atlanta. They lost their safety, but they have drafted safeties and corners with first and second and third round picks the last couple of years. So they're banking on those guys, you know, living up to where they were picked. So there's some question marks there, but it's not like they've completely left the cupboard bare at those positions. I think their front seven is very underrated. It doesn't have any stars, but I think they're all good players. I think the major questions for them are tight end and running back. But, I mean, if if running back's a question, I think you're doing okay for yourself because you can find running backs anywhere. And tight end isn't as big of a concern when you've got the best three receiver core in the entire NFL. So the coordinators didn't leave Danny. There's no turnover there. I think this is their best shot. I don't think... They might not have a roster this loaded ever again in the Joe Burrow era. Well, that was what I was going with, was like
1: they're all saying the right things about the contract stuff, but it is so tough to, in a salary cap sport to keep this many guys happy with that many mouths to feed, both with one football on the field and a salary cap sport and that amount of money to go around. So it's absolutely in play that this is the most talented roster that Burrow has for a long time. And I think he's a stud. And I think that he's going to be in the playoffs, you know, seven of the next 10 years. I think, I think he's absolutely fantastic.
0: Now my friend, Dr. David Chow, you know, I like Dr. David Chow. I want to give I him know a you And I know our friend Nick Wright does as well. Dr. Chow thinks that this calf strain is something that lingers. That can easily get re-aggravated. So that is the, that to me is the monkey wrench in all of this. If this is something Like, it's a different body part, but if if it's something like the Stafford elbow, that is just like a concern the whole year, and we, we come on the podcast to start the 2024 season and we say, well, you know, the Bengals didn't do what they wanted because Burrow was hurt the entire year, so his down numbers, like, you know, put an asterisk on it or take it with a grain of salt, I think that that could happen, but... No, I'm still looking at the Bengals at the moment as one of the best teams in the entire NFL. So do you like him for MVP? No, I think the odds are too short.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's narrative-based. If that guy wins 12 or 13 games and he doesn't have one and he puts up an absolutely monstrous season, which you think he can, there might be some voter fatigue on on Mahomes. It's usually one of the top guys uh, who, who gets there. So I don't I think that him and Hertz are pretty damn good bets, honestly, as guys who will put up monster numbers. They're top five in the odds, but they haven't done it yet. So voters tend to look for the new guy.